Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We, we and y'all, we are definitely not dreaming of any kind of white Christmas right now because the flurries are happening. Uh, I'm watching them out the window and... Um, it's real, guys. It's real on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. And in preparation for the holiday season, I also want to remind people that today at MyTalk1071.com, you are looking for a little elf Julia with a cute little elf hat. Uh, she uh, is hiding somewhere Why? on MyTalk1071.com. Why? And because you could win $1,000, if you find Julia today, click on her sweet little face, you will enter to win $1,000, and today will be the first winner. At 5.30 today on Lori and Julia, they will announce winner number one of $1,000. We'll be doing that for the next two weeks after this. So make sure you're playing the game every single darn day. Now, uh, that's not why we gathered here in this moment. We gathered here today to say goodbye to a wonderful burger. Um, but while we do that, we also want to ask you, who's got the best burger in town? 651-641-1071. Bradley, why are we asking? Yeah, I figured it was a good time to rehash this burger conversation, mostly because, as you mentioned, there is a wonderful burger in the Twin Cities that uh, is leaving us, sadly. And that's the burger at Stewart's over in St. Paul. And if you haven't had it, I I don't remember the d- exact day they're closing. I think they're going to be open through the end of the year. Um, I think it's some day in December, actually. Okay. So it's going to be soon. Um, I know you've got probably a couple weeks at least to get over to Stewart's in St. Paul, right over by uh, St. Thomas, and mm-hmm. try to get that burger if you can, because it is a really, it's like one of my favorite if not favorite burger in the Twin Cities. So December 22nd is the day that they close. So you got a couple weeks, go have a Stewart's burger, wish it a a fond farewell. Um, But then let us know where your favorite burgers right now are, because there are so many across the Twin Cities. 651-641-1071. Where can you get your favorite burger? We will take your calls here and, uh, Bradley, the phone lines are like lit up like a Christmas Good. tree on a snowy People day burgers, man. in December. Uh, let's go to Ashley. We have Ashley on the line. Hi, Ashley. What's Where's your favorite burger from? Hi, guys. Uh, my favorite burger is from a restaurant called Leader in Cambridge, Minnesota. What is it called? So, Leader. It's a retail space that also has a restaurant attached to it. Oh, my gosh. Like L E A D E R. Yeah, I don't even know about this place, but I am now typing it in. 
yes. The retail space has been there for over 100 years, and they added the restaurant about three years ago. Um, but they make their own butter burgers. Oh, yeah, Yum. I know I got you there. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds real amazing. good. I mean, that sounds worth a drive. Also, I'm looking at this menu, and it looks like there's a I lot know. of good stuff. They've got popovers. Oh, mm-hmm. yum. Sign yes. me up. Yeah, so they do. It's like they try to focus on, like, Scandinavian-style menus so it just really kind of you know sticks to your ribs um but their imperfect burger or imperfecto burger has a butter burger two pieces of cheese two pieces of bacon their homemade cucumber salad and then the imperfecto sauce okay looks like i'm going to be making a trip to cambridge soon thank you ashley for that hot tip leader that is a good one. I've never heard of that burger. Neither before. I've never heard of that place before. Um, but now I'm Bradley. You would actually you should poke around on the website because there is definitely a history to this. Like sh- it's a shopping. Um, I don't want to say shopping center, but it's like a it's a big store and they've got a restaurant oh, in it. No it's idea. it's really neat. It looks like it's a very old. I mean, it's got a ton of history. It's been around for a long, long time right there in Cambridge. Um, in their little down, in, I don't want to say little, in their downtown area on Main awesome. Street. Um, let's go to Jennifer. We've got Jennifer on the line. Hi, Jennifer. Jennifer, where can you get your favorite burger? Um, our favorite burger is the Parlor Bar Burger, which the restaurant's in Minneapolis, mm-hmm. but I've only been to the food truck um, since COVID. Mm-hmm. And they're amazing. They have a really like high-quality kind of fatty cut of blend of beef. And then they smash it, and they have the cheese in it, and it's just amazing. It's, and then, you know, everything is good. The bun's really good, too, of course. It is so, so good. And, Jennifer, I don't know if you know this, but there's also a location in St. Paul on oh, West 7th. Yeah, so oh, you yeah. can get your parlor burger three different places, Minneapolis, St. Paul, and from the food truck. Yes, and I will say, now. if you... Oh, sorry. No, I was going to say, if you do love the Parlor Burger, you really should, if you can, go try the Stewart's because they're very similar in the way they're prepared and Mm. equally delicious. Okay, we will do that. Jennifer, thank you so much for your call. Uh, Let's go to Sharon. We've got Sharon on the line. Sharon, thanks for sharing with us. What is your favorite burger and where can we find it? So, thank you. My favorite burger is actually northwest of the city in Albertville from a brand new restaurant voted um, Twin Cities Best by the Star and Tribune. Mm. It's at the Hen and the Hog in Albertville, and it's the Hen and the Hog Burger. And it's two smashed, seared seared chuck burgers, and it's got a Dijon mustard, um, aioli, and house-made pickles. Oh, it looks really good. Red onions, and... On a brioche bun, and it's served with um, their fries are also very excellent. Okay, so if anyone's headed up north, I totally recommend it. Oh my gosh, I'm looking at the pictures. Thank you, Sharon, for your call. I'm looking at the pictures. You guys, I think I might just have to go on a burger road trip because I'm hitting up the Googs, and there's some good burgers out there. Ooh, we can't hear Brad. Are you there, Bradley? Can you hear me now? Now I can you hear go. you. Go on a road trip. Eat all the burgers. I mean, you really can't go wrong. It looks so yummy. Okay, um, let's get the final word from who's the last person that's on the line. It's Gail. It's Gail. Hi, Gail. Hi, Gail. Gail, uh, where can we get your favorite burger? Oh, great! I'm just pulling into a parking. <laughs> 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 um, okay, first of all, I want to say that I'm not a vegetarian and I'm not vegan, but 
I absolutely loved this burger. It's um, from Bryant Lake Bowl. Mm. And I haven't been there post-COVID, so I, well, not that it's over, but, um, so I don't know if they still offer it. And I, because I was driving, I didn't check. Oh, it's okay. um, Okay, it's a beach burger. Oh, I've not had that. It is to die for. And like I said, I'm not even, you know, vegetarian. And um, I order it every, I used to order it every time I go. Oh my and I had, I had a girlfriend that didn't like beets, and she loved it. Okay. Absolutely loved it. Yeah. So that's at the Bryant Lake Bowl. Thank you so much for your call. I did not know that. Gail, I, I am... the last uh, time I've been there. Oh, my gosh. I We used to go there, like, on the regs, and I haven't been there for 100 years. But I am looking right now to see uh, if they've got that beet burger on the menu, and I'm not seeing it right now, but... I kind of don't want beets on my burger. Uh, listen, I would try it. I love me some beets. I would get into that. Uh, all right. Well, uh, thank you, everybody, for sharing your favorite burgers. Why don't we quick go around the horn here? Um, Bradley, where is your favorite burger? I mean, I'm going to say Stewart's. Long live Stewart's. Oof. So go get the burger if you get the chance. Okay, Holly, your favorite burger. I had a really great burger this summer at Chip's Clubhouse in St. Oh, Paul. That's been on our list for a long time. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say... Oh, gosh. Okay, so this just got really hard. Um, okay, I'm going to say Bull's Horn. I love the burgers at Bull's Horn. You can always oh, get yeah. a great burger Absolutely. over at Bull's Horn in South Minneapolis. So go there, get a great burger. Now, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Bradley already has his cheat day order in his hot little hand. Ours has just arrived. We are going to be uh, shoving some food in our mouths after this it's cheat day on My Talk 1071. Hey everybody on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. And uh, what do we do on Fridays, you guys? Cheat. Dirty rotten cheetah. Cheat day taste test. Stick this in your mouth. Oh my. Little on air production. Yeah. I'm getting an echo, and I think Holly, it's your streamyard mic. Oh. Well, we got to keep it on. Ruh, oh. So this will <laughs> so, be fun. Yeah. For everybody. Yay. Uh, okay. So, uh, okay. So today we got a suggestion from our friend uh, Hannah right here at the radio station at Ye Old My Talk. And uh, she said, oh, here's a limited time thing that you can do from Arby's for cheat day. There were three things. There was a hot honey uh, kind of nugget situation nope not nugget sorry boneless wings boneless wings are nuggets (laughs) okay i'm with you i agree but using the proper terminology as the as arby's has uh has given us they call them boneless wings then they have a buffalo boneless wing and then they have like a chicken sandwich on their on their limited time menu so we thought let's divide and conquer right but of course so i ordered the two boneless wings for Holly and me. And Bradley, you were like, I'll try the chicken sandwich because you feel very strongly what? That boneless boneless wings are nuggets. Exactly. Well, I don't know if you can see what's going on in the camera right now, Bradley trainer, but do Holly's and my nuggets look exactly the same? Of course they do. Yeah. Well, that's because they gave us only Buffalo. Apparently. They only gave you one kind. Yes. So apparently, now I ordered, we ordered, listen, thank God 
for the wonderful drivers who do food pickup and drop off for like food delivery services, whether you are door dashing or grub hubbing or Uber eating. Wait, do we have that anymore? Uber Eats. All of these awesome Postmates. I mean, there's all these great services. Boy, and I've put them to work in the last year and a half, right, with COVID. So thank you to all those drivers who go out and pick up the food and bring it to us. We're That's how we almost always get our food, which is great, too, you guys, right? Because before we had those services at our fingertips, we had a hard time getting food to us for cheat day. Well, apparently they picked him up at the Arby's and Arby's just wrote a note on the receipt that was like, we don't have hot honey. Sorry. And then just gave us all buffalo. Womp, womp. Like made the choice for us. NBD. Rude. Okay. So, uh, Bradley, why don't you tell us a little bit about your chicken sandwich? Okay. So I have the Arby's. I think it's just called chicken. Uh, I don't actually have the name Here, right in look. front of me. I'll look. But it is essentially, I can tell you, essentially a chicken tender sandwich that has cheese and ranch dressing. And by the way, it has like half a bottle of ranch dressing oh, on it. Oh, get it? Nice. Yeah, it's a lot. Can you see it? Oh, it's real ranchy. Oh Ooh, it's like drizzling out the side. It's like two chicken tendies with a slice of cheese and a half cup of ranch that is now dripping on my floor. It's called a chicken cheddar ranch. Um, well, aptly named. And uh, you can get it in a meal with curly fries and a soda. Which I did. Good. Um, while you're, why don't you try that while I tell people what Holly and I have in front of us? What we meant to have in front of us is the hot honey sauce boneless wings and a set of buffalo boneless wings. What we got was just the buffalo boneless wings. I feel like perhaps this is a bad omen because the the one that was so delicious is not here. Is not in front of us, but that's okay. We all improvise. Right, this is true. Now, I will say these just look like nuggets with like a to your point, Bradley, a half a bottle of Oh my gosh, I love you so much right oh. now, Bradley. He's got a half a bottle of ranch on his face. We got a half a bottle of buffalo sauce on our nugs. Yeah, these are really wet. They're like wet nugs. Super wet. Um, Bradley, why don't you tell us about the sandwich while we eat the buffalo? Well, I will tell you, if you like ranch, it's all for you. Um, It's basically what you'd expect it to be. It's chicken tenders on a bun with lettuce, tomato, a half cup of ranch, (laughs) and a cheap piece of cheese. So now we got the recipe. I mean, it's good. Mm. I wouldn't, this would not be my first choice, especially if I'm going to Arby's, but if you want a chicken tendy sandwich. Okay. Actually, that sounded kind of good. Ooh, I have a hot tongue. It is hot. Spicy. Okay. It's got a heat to it. So the first thing I need... This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. 
Find Reese's now at a store near you. To say is, I was really more excited about the hot honey sauce. See? I don't generally get... I get, I like buffalo. I don't love buffalo. But this is too much buffalo. Yeah, buffalo can have a somewhat offensive tang if you're not prepared for it. Oof. This one's got an, uh, this one's got a tang. Well, because these things are soaking wet mm-hmm. in buffalo sauce. Mm-hmm. Now, this is just like a chicken nugget in buffalo sauce. That's all it is. Which and I'm it's not, not even a crispy nugget. Not, well, because it has too much sauce on it, it makes it soggy. Right. It's a wet nug. It is a wet nug. I'm it sure it is. Listen, I want to say that thank you. That doesn't sound tasty to me. I want to say thank you to the Grubhub driver who was able to deliver this to us um, and keep it, you know, on time and somewhat warm. Hey, you know, sometimes you got to you gotta take the good with the bad. But it's really not my favorite thing. And to your point, Bradley, if I'm going to Arby's, I, this is not what I'm getting. No, I'm getting a hot beef and cheddar. Oh, oh, yeah, a whole yeah. platter. I want, they don't yeah. call them platters anymore, remember? When they used to call them the beef and cheddar platter? No, I didn't. Oh, yeah, that's what they that. used to call their big meals, like the combo oh. meals. And you'd get the platter and go to, and then you'd get potato cakes, which you can't get anymore. Don't even get me started. Yeah, well, you can get curly fries as well as crinkle cut fries. Well, that is. I didn't know they had crinkle cuts. I didn't either. Well, look at that. Did you get crinkle cuts or did you get curlies? No, I got curly fries. Okay. Sorry. That was, I can't even believe I asked the question. I knew the answer to it. Okay, let's go around the room and uh, rate this experience. So, Bradley, rating the Chicken Ranch Sammy. You know, I'm going to give it a 3.5. Oh, Because wow. I think it's better than average, but not by much. I mean, it's no Burger King chicken sandwich, right? Correct. Yeah. But what is? Uh, on the part of the boneless, uh, buffalo boneless wings, um, Holly, I don't know about you, but I'm going like a 1.1. 1. 1. <laughs> oh, I'm giving it a 2.5. I'm still going to eat the rest of this Okay. Nug. Eat that nug. Mm-hmm. Enjoy that nug. Also, boneless wings, not a thing. Would have loved to have tried the hot honey sauce boneless wings to tell you how good wow. they are, but we can't. Uh When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some celebrities behaving badly. We call them after this on my talk one Oh seven one celebrities behaving badly. They sure do. They do it all the time on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk one Oh seven one. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley trainer. Hi. There you are. Um, and, uh, you know, um, we have a name for these celebrities behaving badly. Bradley, do you want to tell people what that name is? D-Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Ta-da! Uh, would you like to know who, who my D-Bag is? Who is your D-Bag? Thanks for asking. It's the New York... New York it's, I can't talk. I have Buffalo... Uh, sauce tongue. It's the New York Post today. Why? What's the New York Post up to? Writing dumb headlines. Here's the headline. Not surprised. Right? Josh Hartnett almost kissed Joaquin Phoenix for Brokeback Mountain. What? What? Okay, so uh, Josh Hartnett is doing a ton of press right now for a new movie he has coming out. And during a couple of his interviews, uh, he's been talking about the roles that he didn't get. And he says in an interview uh, that his that the the role he didn't get that he 
kind of regrets most is a role in Brokeback Mountain. Okay, interesting. That he and Joaquin Phoenix were originally cast as the leads of that movie, but then uh, they both had other projects going on and they weren't able to sync up their schedules with the filming of Brokeback Mountain. And that is how we got um, Jake Gyllenhaal and Heath Ledger in those roles. But I just, the reason I'm calling out New York Post is because that headline is dumb. Right. It's supposed to be like super salacious and it's all like Like men kissing and it's so it's 2021. Okay, can we be done with this stupidity? Um, I mean, I would hope. Right. Something tells me no. Well, we tried. So (laughs) I'm naming New York Post my uh, D bag today for that stupid headline. Yeah. Clickbait. Mm -hmm. Click gay bait frankly. Right. I really wanted to kiss Joaquin Phoenix. It's so dumb. And like, listen, that isn't even like part of the interview. Like that's not, he just is talking about the movie. Like, yeah, I regret not being able to do that movie. And here's the other person who was cast. And then obviously we didn't get to do that movie, but then the New York post has to make it all about man kissing. Yeah, well, because man kissing is dangerous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous. Okay, thanks, guys. Anyway, I should probably know what movie he has coming out, but I don't. And they don't talk about it in this article. <laughs> okay, that seems like a missed know, opportunity. Right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what he's so they promoting say he right has now. a movie coming out, but we don't know what it is. They don't actually say that he has a movie coming oh. out. I just know that he does, and that's why he's doing okay. um, the. That's why he's doing the. Uh, no, he was on Sunrise. That's where he was when he did this interview where he talked about that. But it doesn't say what, what movie he has coming out. Sorry right. again, right. I should know, but I don't. Well, get on it. I mean, I'm sure you. Could, I could hit, hit up, up the, the Googs. Googs. <laughs> I'm sure I could hit up the Googs. Um, but I did just get like a press release for a trailer today for something that he's in that helps you nothing at all. You're welcome. That's a good story. I know. Sorry about that. Bradley, who's your D-bag? My D-bag is another tabloid that goes by the name The Daily Mail. Oh my gosh. Didn't I call them my D-bag yesterday? Yes. Well, They're really you, batting a thousand. I mean, frankly, and this article... Uh, gives us all of the things. Ben Affleck gestures emphatically as he and amicable co-parent Jennifer Garner step out in L.A. as he carries on romance with on-again flame Jennifer Lopez. All the things. They literally throw all the Ben Affleck things into nothing more than a photograph of Ben Affleck (laughs) holding out his arms with eyes wide open with the caption, (laughs) chit-chat. Ben Affleck was seen gesturing emphatically as he and his amicable ex-wife Jennifer Garner took a stroll in L.A. this oh, week. Oh, my gosh. Trying to to make something out of nothing, you know, then they had an animated conversation. Also, do you not think they understand that there are people watching this conversation? Oh, for sure. And, you know, if you're actually what's really funny about it is the pictures look like they're in a movie. It literally looks like a still from a movie, but you well, have no idea what's walking, going on. There is video of this. Uh, well, I'm I'm watching the video right now where he's walking down the street. Yeah, I'm watching the same and one. He he walks 
uh, along with Jennifer Garner, he is clearly aware that people are watching mm-hmm. and people are filming. So if you think you're getting some sort of secret bird's eye view into their temp, you know, tempestuous post relationship conversations, I mean, she, God only knows what they're talking well, about. They've got three kids. Yeah, like they and could I'm be sure talking they about have- anything actual conversations and sometimes those conversations are probably emotional Mm -hmm. but big deal it doesn't okay now i'm looking okay now you can see if you go deep enough into the video you can see where they're actually talking and he doesn't look mad and she doesn't she's like gesturing back to him he's clearly telling some sort of story yeah um but they're gonna try to make it look like they're in a fight they're not in a you guys but like you said, he knows people are around, so I mean, he's he pantomiming wildly. And also, if even if like he is upset or something, who cares? Do you we know care? the thing what does that, that mean. Can I just say the thing that I find the most interesting about this? I don't know. Listen, it's a weird time. We're in weird times. Is like That's the for sure. the Stay mask days. wearing, the mask wearing, um, part of this is weird to me. Like I okay, I'm gonna just say it. I always think it's a little strange when you're out and about with two people that you can tell are probably in each other's bubble and one is wearing a mask and the other one isn't. I don't know why I always like I notice it and I just go, that's interesting. Right. So in this video, he is like they're outside. They're walking along. They're stopping to talk. He's wearing a mask and she's not. And there's in the paparazzi are far far away taking pictures there's nobody around them so i just am always curious about that and i wonder in hollywood if there's not some choice that goes along with that like if i'm wearing a mask what does it say the only or thing that then I, you yeah. can't know it's me or something like that the I don't only know. thing i can speak to is just having been in los angeles last week mm-hmm. there's mask mandates are a lot stricter than they are in the state of minnesota uh, that's oh, sure. which is great yeah. i would you know i would just like to say i'm pro that for the record but i do think it's interesting she's holding a mask and in, at another point when they're walking she's wearing it i don't know i just think I don't know. I'm just, there's nothing to it. I'm not making, I just always find it interesting when one person is wearing a mask and the other one isn't and there, nobody else is around them. I'm always just yeah, curious Well, you about can that spend choice. about as much time trying to figure out why that's happening as, as uh, the Daily Mail tried to figure out why uh, he was gesturing wildly with his ex-wife who yeah. also parents children with. I feel like you have a good side hustle opportunity, Colleen. What's that? You could write the thousand word essay on Ben Affleck's I mean, mask. I probably could. Oh, yeah. This, I'm sorry. I just watched the whole video. Why did I watch that whole video? <laughs> because that's what we do. Oh, man, we do it, it so our listeners don't have to. I'm trying to figure out, too, what they're looking at. They were looking at some papers together. See, they parent children together. They're probably looking at somebody's assignment. Yeah, I don't, you know, it's... Cares? Okay, you're right. Yeah. I spent time caring, and I could have been no, doing I mean, other things. Today. That's exactly what the tabloid is trying I to get know. people to do is think there's something there there when there's not. And usually that's the celebrities doing. And we don't know. Maybe this was their doing. But something tells me this was more much. Somebody just happened to catch them outside of their neighborhood. Yeah. They filmed it and were like, we need to write a story about. Well, it. and they Thanks, write a lot Mail. of stories about in between faces. Right. Mm-hmm. Gesturing wildly. I will say, if you want to, like, really have a great Jennifer Garner retrospect, like, just a, a 
old vintage Jennifer Garner acting opposite her first husband, Scott Foley. Go back and watch Felicity. It's all right. I'm serious. It's super fun. And she's so cute. And, you know, you can see why they got married. And then she married Ben Affleck. Yeah. Sure did. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, you may have noticed that somebody was missing from the stage on the night of live in front of a studio audience, facts of life and different strokes. Well, we have the reason why that person was missing. A very notable actress was missing. And also, Bradley, you and I never got to catch up on our thoughts on that. No, I was gone the day you talked about it. Well, guess what? We're going to talk about it. Yay! When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Uh, and uh, that is snow outside. But that's yep. not why we all came together. We came together to speak at this very moment about live in front of a studio audience. I almost said live in front of a live studio audience, which is pretty redundant. Dudley MLB live. baseball. Literally exactly. alive. <laughs> anyway, no, uh, live in front of a studio audience. Now, um, this year or this time, they performed live an episode of Facts of Life and an episode of Different Strokes. One of the members of the original cast of Facts of Life was notably absent. Um, Blair, played by Lisa Welchel, Lisa Welchel sang the opening song and then was joined on stage by Mindy Cohn, who played Natalie, and Kim Fields, who played Tootie. But there was one missing, and that was Nancy McKeon, who played Joe. Well, people may have wondered where she was. Well, I have that answer for you. And then, Bradley, I feel like we need to just talk about, as a family, what we saw. Um, So apparently, Lisa Welchel was like, yeah, no, there's nothing. She talked to Extra on Wednesday. She said it's really not, like, she didn't say this, but she she, it's really not a big deal that she wasn't there. There's no bad blood. She said, "Um, we missed Nancy. It was just sad not to have the four of us together. It's always fun. She said Nancy was home. They just recently moved and her kids just got into school. So it was just difficult for her to make the trip out. And that's all it is. That's the whole entire explanation. She just couldn't make it. Um, She said that they have a little group thread that they call the sisters thread. So they still keep in touch. And um, it just was that it just the timing didn't work out for her. And that's it. Yeah, which is totally believable. I mean, you know, I don't think Nancy McKeon has uh, like... She is not treating her career in Hollywood the way that maybe other members of the cast do. And Kim so Field. it's to- Kim Fields. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, Kim Fields is like a director. Yeah. A, you know, actress. Like she is like working in Hollywood, a working actress. So, like, it doesn't surprise me that because Nancy McKeon isn't really in that world anymore, that this wasn't a priority for her. It's sad because, of course, you want everybody to be together. But at the same time, we got to see Lisa Welchel. We got to see Mindy Cohn. We got to see Kim Fields. Mm-hmm. So we got a little taste. Okay, so Bradley, I've been dying to know, what did you think of the actual show? Oh, I absolutely, you know, I loved the entire experience. And I hope that Jimmy Kimmel 
And, you know, hopefully we get to have uh, Norman Lear for many more years Mm -hmm. into the future. But I hope that they will continue to do this because it was so delightful to just have that nostalgia. When Lisa Welchel came out singing the theme to The Facts of Life, the first thing I did was literally, because we watched it after the fact, um, I stopped the... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Video and um, looked at my partner and said, um, Lisa Welchel has not aged in 40 years. Not at all. Not a I mean, day. We We know this because... We've met her. Yeah. We are basically besties with Lisa Welchel, frankly. Um, I mean, I did want to reach out to her, and then I was like, you idiot. I met her once at the state fair. <laughs> yeah, but whatever. We feel a little proprietary. Yeah. Anyway, but no. So we knew that she looked great, but specifically, I just thought, oh, my God, she looks amazing. So that was my first reaction. You know, as for the actual um, performance, the only thing I didn't really sort of click with was like, I get why they had all of these people, all these actors from that generation, sort of so like older actors, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. They're not going to have, because like the kids, they don't know, they're like, they don't know what that is. Right. You know? Right. But like, it was just kind of weird having like Will Arnett and like John Stewart in those Jason roles. Jason Bateman. I don't know. Yeah. Jason Bateman. I mean, it, they were great, but um, I wasn't really concerned with, the people doing the current roles. I wanted like Lisa Welchel to like reprise her role, Kim Fields to reprise her Me role. Too. I would have preferred that. Yeah. I, I you know, I felt the same way like I thought on the on the one hand I thought, okay, I'm going to say this. I think I said this when we talked about it when you were gone, Bradley, but like the thing that bugged me about Jennifer Aniston's portrayal of Blair was that it was Jennifer Aniston. Which I just don't know if she can get around that, but there's something about the cadence of her speech and the way she delivers lines that makes you not be able to think of her as anybody but Rachel from Friends. Yeah, I just, I, that was another time I turned to my partner and said, I just don't feel like Jennifer Aniston can play anyone other than Jennifer Aniston, yeah. which is fine and works for right. her. But in this moment, it just becomes painfully, you know, like you just see Rachel in where you wanted to see uh, Lisa Blair. Welchel. And I will yeah. say, Who's the who's the actress that played Joe? Catherine Hahn. Catherine Hahn. She's amazing. She's hilarious. And, um, she like embodied Joe's mannerisms. You know, she just like had it down. So did the uh, the actor who played um, both Tootie and Natalie. Um, both of those actors did a great oh, job. Oh yeah, well. yeah, yeah. But can we talk about the the like winner of everything? 
Ann Dowd. Oh, of course. Oh, oh my God. Of my course. Word. Mrs. Garrett. She was Girls. phenomenal. I mean, yeah, she, she truly was phenomenal. And I think it was Mindy Cohn who said, she was like, um, Charlotte Ray is toasting you right now from the great beyond. Oh, like, for sure. it just was, she was so good. Um, it was not a caricature of Charlotte Ray doing Edna Garrett. It was very much like an homage. Like, you felt the respect for what she brought to the role. I mean, she could, she nailed it. It was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, absolutely. What did you think of Different Strokes? You know, I don't feel as emotionally attached to Different Strokes in the way that I do about Facts of Life. So from that uh, perspective, it, it, was, it was fun. And, you know, like, I think Kevin Hart did an amazing job because, like, I thought, how are they going to do this? Because, you know, I mean... It it just seems like that's a it's a tall order uh, to to funny. play that role. No pun intended, <laughs> honestly. Um, but I mean, it really is like something like how do you embody such an iconic character? Um, but he did a great job, and you know, I don't think they picked the best script. Honestly. I thought that that was not the right episode to do. No. Not be, just because it was just kind of boring. There wasn't much to it. Um, I think it gave uh, an opportunity for, um, you know, for them to cast people like Snoop Dogg, which was funny. And yeah, that was fine, hilarious. Right. Um, I, I think it gave some opportunities for casting, but I just didn't feel like it was the best um, showcase of that show. I also just don't think I had the same emotional connection to that show right. in the way that I did with Facts of Life for whatever reason. So while I am infinitely uh, or intimately aware of that show, because that was like really around my childhood, mm -hmm. um, you know, just watching that show, it just seemed ubiquitous that it was always on. Um, I would. Oh, did they talk about why they didn't cast a character for Dana or like they didn't pick an episode where they would have had a Dana Plato? No, character? they didn't talk about that. And I didn't. This I thought was I don't know. Maybe I was reading too much into it. But Todd Bridges, who played Willis, he introed the whole thing. And when he did, he talked about the characters by name. And then he said Dana Plato instead of her character's name as Kimberly and I, I don't know that I don't I, I was interested by that choice. And then it made me miss that character more. Right. So they acknowledged her, but then yeah. they didn't have a show that even I mean, I would have to actually go back and watch that actual episode. It's surprising to me that she wasn't in that episode. Yeah, because I don't remember ever seeing an episode and I watched a lot of different strokes. I don't think I ever remember seeing an episode of Different Strokes that didn't have Kimberly in it. Yeah. So, I don't well, know. Well, and I assume that it had to be an early one because the Mrs. Garrett episodes, I feel like, were early on in the, se in mm -hmm. the series. Because it was the spin-off. she was um, replaced by uh, that other wonderful old actress. The tall, who I'm warbly. Sure is no longer with us. Yeah. The, and then there was, and then do you remember the other housekeeper that they had was the... Short, um, old, really old lady with yeah. the glasses, mm -hmm. also yep. equally warbly. Just a lot of warbly yep. housekeepers on yep. different strokes. <laughs> anyway, I just hope, listen, I just hope that, I hope that this is a tradition that continues. To your point, I hope that we get to keep Norman Lear for many, many years. But also... I just hope that this tradition goes on with Jimmy Kimmel a lot, like 
producing these and casting these. I think that they do a really good job of being very true to the script, but giving enough kind of whimsy that, you know, like casting people like Snoop Dogg. But they don't outright make fun of it. They throw in a couple little kind of different lines here and there to make you know that this is like that they're aware of what they're doing. But it just looks like so much fun. Yeah, no, absolutely. More, please. Yes. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, you guys, I got whammed yesterday. I was playing Whamageddon and I got whammed. Uh, We'll explain what all that means. Also, if you've gotten whammed, tell us your story. 651-641-1071 after this.